Hello, dear one. You are specially welcome to Fruitful Word with Pastor Eko Kakraba Impon, head pastor of Believers Worldwide Ministry, the church committed to raising end time believers to change the world. The broad topic under consideration is Seek First the Kingdom of God. Today's message title is The Mystery of the Kingdom of God. Let's join the message. Put your hands together for Jesus. So, in this month, we are talking about Seek First the Kingdom of God. Hallelujah. Seek first the kingdom of God. That is what you are talking about this month. Matthew chapter 6, verse 33. Matthew chapter 6, verse 33. But seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added to you. Seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added to you. To you, say it after me. Matthew chapter six, verse thirty-three. But seek first the kingdom of God and His righteousness, and all these things shall be added to you. Hallelujah. He called disciples, and he was talking to them. If you look at Matthew chapter six, first he was talking about giving. After giving, he came to prayer. He also spoke about fasting and all that. Then after that, he, he sat the disciples down. And from verse 25, he was telling them something. Say that from verse 25, 25. Therefore, I say to you, do not worry about your life. What you eat or what you drink. Know about your body. What you put on. It's not like more than food, the body more than clothing. Look at the birds of the air, for they neither sow nor reap, nor gather into bags. Yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not of more value than they? Which of you, by worrying, can add one cubit to his stature? So why do you worry about clothing? Consider the lilies of the field, how they grow. They neither toil nor spin. And yet I say to you that even Solomon in all his glory was not arrayed like one of these. Now if God so clothed the, the grass of the field, which today is and tomorrow is thrown into the oven, will he not much more clothe you, O you of little faith? Therefore do not worry saying, what shall we eat? Or what shall we drink? Or what shall we wear? For after all these things, the Gentiles seek. For your heavenly Father knows that you need all these things. But seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And all these things shall be added unto you. Amen. Amen. So that these things Jesus was talking about has to do with what you eat, what you wear, and what you will drink. Basic things in life. Sometimes we are worried about. So how, how, how are things going to be? You know, verse 34 says that therefore do not worry about tomorrow for tomorrow will worry about its own things. Sufficient for the day is its own trouble. Hallelujah. Yes. Uh -huh. So um, Jesus wants us to understand that you thinking about what will I eat, what will I wear, what will I drink, you are, you are thinking about unnecessary things and he wants you to put your trust in him 
and believe in him hallelujah amen and amen so he said i should seek the kingdom what first the kingdom the kingdom first what is the kingdom that bible is talking about the kingdom that we must seek first what is it we have two kinds of kingdom in the world we have the kingdom of god and which is the kingdom of light and we also have the kingdom number two we have the kingdom of the devil who is the kingdom of darkness so there are two kingdoms on this earth the kingdom of god and the kingdom of darkness or the kingdom of light and the kingdom of darkness jesus is encouraging us to seek for the kingdom of light hallelujah jesus is encouraging us to seek for the kingdom of life so so, so when you read matthew chapter you know when, when you read matthew chapter 4 verse 8 matthew chapter 4 verse 8 bible says that again the devil took him on an exceedingly high mountain and showed him all things all the kingdoms of the world and the glory and he said to him all these things i'll give if you fall down and worship me so after jesus had fasted and prayed satan came to tempt him and satan took him to a high mountain and told him that look at the whole this whole uh, worldly system if only you can bow to me i the devil will give everything to you (laughs) amen so 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 satan has his kingdom and and jesus also has his what kingdom hallelujah so bible says that from verse 17 verse 17 of matthew chapter 4 bible said that from that time jesus began to preach and to say repent for the kingdom of heaven is at hand hallelujah when satan came to present the kingdom of darkness to him from that time jesus began to talk to people that actually repent because the kingdom of god is at hand amen so, so one day the disciples came to see him and he was telling them how to pray so when you pray pray that god let your kingdom come well let your kingdom come what is this kingdom we are talking about the kingdom of god what is it hallelujah what is it that god uh, jesus is asking us this morning to look for that kingdom but not to think about what we eat but not to think about what we will drink but not to think about what we are going to wear you know that thinking there means worry okay there's difference between thinking and worrying because thinking is necessary in our lives you must think bible said as a man thinks in his heart so is he so thinking is good but your thinking must be in line with the things of god hallelujah but when he talks about don't think about what you eat and all that he's talking about you being worried about certain things but say that for you to worry rather seek the kingdom seek my kingdom seek the kingdom i have brought and when you're able to find this kingdom any other thing you are looking for i will give it to you hallelujah glory be to jesus glory be to jesus yes it's like somebody growing up and you know he want to be rich you want to make money and all that what happened is that you should be able to go through the process your child you have opportunity that they are taking you to school you have to just go through you go seek the the kingdom of the education first look look for it when you get to the level that to start making money it will happen hallelujah amen and amen that there are there are processes we pass through to get to wherever we want to get to amen and amen no wait so 
we we want to talk about the kingdom of God, what the kingdom is. But the first thing I want you to know is that the kingdom of God is a mystery. The kingdom of God is a mystery. It's something that uh, you know you can't easily understand, but when you take your time to go through the scriptures, you understand it. Amen. So in Luke chapter 8 verse 10, Luke chapter 8 verse 10, he said to you, it has been given to know the mysteries of the kingdom of God, but to the rest, it is given in parables that seeing they may not see and hearing they may not understand. Hallelujah. Yeah, Jesus was talking to the disciples and was telling them that for you, it has been given for you to know, to know the mysteries of the kingdom. But for them, seeing they cannot see, hearing they cannot hear. When it comes to the kingdom of God, people are seeing it, but they can't see it well. People are hearing it, but they don't understand what is happening. Why is somebody saying that I'm going to church? Why is somebody saying that I am a born again Christian? You know, my life is for Jesus and not for anything else. Interestingly, yesterday I was reading something on the internet about one musician. I don't know, he's about Ziki or something. I, mean, I don't even know him, but I was reading and somebody said that uh, the guy has wasted his talent by getting born again and preaching. <laughs> I don't know who that Ziki guy is, but I know that it's a musician who has repented and is preaching. And somebody wrote that he has wasted his talent by, you know, stopping to, to sing and get involved in this preaching business. That, that is how it is. There are people who don't understand this, our kingdom. Huh? Yeah, there's a song that says, so so there are there are things that our eyes must be open to so that we can appreciate the kingdom god has given to us the kingdom of light the bible says that god has translated us from kingdom of darkness into his marvelous light hallelujah Amen. he has translated that he has moved us from darkness. These sometimes believers, Christians, we, we are not proud about what we have. It's because we are lack understanding. We, we are not proud that we are born again. We are not proud that we have Jesus as our Lord and personal Savior. Now, the world is rather telling us what we should do in the church rather than the church trying to influence the world. Okay? Yes. If somebody says something, he says that when the ship is on the sea, there's no problem. But when the sea enters into the ship, that's a problem. So the, the church in the world, there's no problem at all. But when the world enters the church, it creates problems. Hallelujah. So the kingdom of God we are talking about, we are talking about a mystery. A mystery, something that has some kind of uh, a benefit that people may not understand. Hallelujah. So, so in Matthew chapter 13, 31 to 32, Matthew chapter 13, 31 and 32. Another parable he put forth to them, saying, The kingdom of heaven is like a mustard seed, which a man took and sowed in his field, which indeed is the least of all the seed. But when it is grown, it is greater than the herbs and becomes a tree, 
so that the birds of the air come and nest in its branches. Hallelujah. Amen. So it says that the kingdom of God is not somebody taking a small seed, a seed that is smaller than the seed of tomatoes. Okay? And the person will plant that seed. Will plant that seed. And the, the seed will grow. It will become a plant. When that seed is sown on the field, it is grown and becomes greater than a big tree. Okay? So that even birds can, can rest on it. Hallelujah. Yes. There is something about God that we must know. Amen. Uh, when it comes into God, it's as if you have lost your life. But when you come and you accept him, you are given a new life. You are given a new opportunity. You are given a new destiny. Hallelujah. Amen and amen. Yeah. So, I want us to look at a few mysteries in the Bible. A few mysteries. Then we close. Mysteries. Number one, the mystery of soul winning. The mystery of what? Soul winning. Hallelujah. The mystery of soul winning. In the Bible, God says in Exodus chapter 23, verse 25 to 27. Exodus chapter 23, verse 25 to 27. That so, you shall serve the Lord your God. And he will bless your bread and your water. And I will take sickness away from the midst of you. No one shall suffer miscarriage or be barren in your land. I will fulfill the number of your days. I will send my fear before you. I will cause confusion among all the people to whom you come. And will make all your enemies turn their backs to you. Amen. He said that when we get involved in his business of soul winning. Hallelujah. The mystery there is that I will bless your bread and your water. Yes. And I will take sickness away from of you. It's a mystery that oh, the kingdom of God is all about souls. It's all about people coming to their father. Those who are lost coming to their father. Now, now let me explain the kingdom to you well so you can understand. When God, cre when God created the heavens and the earth you know he put a man there called Adam and the purpose of God was to get closer to Adam. Okay. So God was coming to visit Adam from time to time and uh, one day you know you know adam had a partner known as eve but one day a serpent came around and came to talk to eve about something that god has spoken to them so after after talking to eve eve also deceived the husband which is who is adam and because of that they lost their position they lost that which god has given to them and God, got, he, God was angry. He sacked them from the Eden. And put a, a strong angel there that when they come, he should deal with them. <laughs> but after so many years, God was trying to bring man back to himself. Because the original plan of God is that man should have a relationship with God. So God created us for his own pleasure. Hallelujah. Yeah. So when man, when man um, lost that opportunity... God was looking for an opportunity to bring man back to himself. That is why, uh, you know, they were using the blood of bulls and goats to sacrifice for people's sins. But they were not still getting closer to God. Then one day God decided and said that I will come in the form of man and come and sacrifice once and for all for all men. 
and anybody who accepts that I came to die I will accept the person as my son so in John chapter 1 verse 2 Bible said that as many as believe in him he gave them the right to become the children of God as many as believe that Jesus Christ came to die for their sins he gave them the right he gave them the opportunity hallelujah to become the children of who of God amen and amen so the 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 kingdom of God we are talking about is that God is looking for opportunity to bring his people back to himself because that's why he created us he created all other things for, um, um, for, for a purpose but a human being human beings are the crown of creation they are the most important thing that God created hallelujah therefore anytime somebody is far away from God God is not happy amen, amen. amen. so God is looking God is looking for us God is, so so when you get involved in that business of bringing the lost children back to him it touches him <laughs> anybody who gets involved in the business of the fact that God your children who are dead who are lost who cannot be found I am contributing my quota so that the people can come to you God is moved by such a lifestyle hallelujah amen, amen and amen that is why he says that anyone who serves me I the Lord I will bless the person's bread and water the bread and water is talking about is about the food you want to eat and the clothes like the clothes you want to wear he said, I don't think about those things but when you serve me I will bless you you receive the blessings of God in the name of Jesus amen. hallelujah yes glory be to Jesus Hallelujah. yes when you are able to when you get involved the things that people are running for hallelujah the kingdom of God we are talking about is getting involved in lost souls bringing people back to their father bring back to your father See, do you know what Bible says in the book of Malachi the last thing God said is that <laughs> is going to turn the children to their father the heart of the children to their father and the heart of the father to their children hallelujah yes the purpose of god is to bring us back to himself that's why when jesus was teaching he said that when you are praying he said that our father our father who art in heaven see god as your father don't see him as somebody who punishes don't see him as like a wicked person god wants people to come to him amen god wants people because many people are lost Oh, many people are lost but God is going to use you and me to bring them closer to himself in the name of Jesus Amen. glory be to Jesus yes because I've come to understand that when you see people doing a lot of things you know somebody says I mean I don't believe in God anybody who says I don't believe in God you know the person believes in God and he just wants to argue <laughs> he believes in God but he just wants to argue and people are looking for ways like just want to get to God but they don't want they don't want God to be part of whatever they are doing and that's what happened in the garden of Eden let me give you that mystery the plan original plan of God was to make man in his own image that is how after God created everything everything that was named was named by Adam God didn't name anything Adam said that this is good this is what and it was accepted but you see, when the devil came, he told man that, do you want to be like God? I said, eh. And he said, oh, but if you want to be like God, then you have to be like God your own way. Don't be like God by his standard. The way he's telling you that don't eat this thing, 
he's just trying to prevent you from becoming like him the man said oh fine if i can become like god without following his principles then i will take what you are saying and that's what man, man lost it the same place that man was going satan like brought some kind of confusion amen and amen yeah. are, you, are we are we together yeah. Yeah. your plan is to do well in life is to succeed when you see god the same success will come later <laughs> Amen and amen. Yeah. The same thing you are looking for, the good marriage you are looking for, the house you want to build, the travel you want to embark on, whatever you are looking for, when you get close to your father and you have a good relationship with him, the thing that you are, later you will have it. Oh, are we together? Yeah. Yes, you will have it. So God is telling us this morning that we should seek His kingdom first. We should we should look for our father. Because in that in our kingdom there is a king and his name is God. Hallelujah. Amen. Every kingdom has a king. Huh? Yes, and our in our kingdom, our king is God, and he's looking forward that we should come to him. How do we come? We must try and encourage people that are like, go look for God. Come, let me introduce you to God. We have to pray for people, we have to encourage people to come to church, we have to get involved in soul winning, and God is so happy with us when we are doing that amen and amen. amen have you seen that people have problems like parents when their children at least finish school and they want to get involved in say preaching they want to become pastors they get worried that after i've taken you to university to go and do economics are you saying that you're not going to preach the gospel uh no you are going to waste your life but later later the preachers are those who rather become rich <laughs> later on in life they are the people who God bless so much God opened opportunities for them they travel all over hallelujah they see people I see you becoming great in the name of Jesus I see you becoming great in the name of Jesus put your hands together for Jesus this morning wow are we together yes so God is expecting us to serve him and when we serve him he has a blessing for us I said he has a blessing for us Amen. I said he has a blessing for us Amen. 2 Timothy chapter 1 from verse 3 I thank God whom I serve with a pure conscience as my forefathers did as without season I remember you in my prayers night and day greatly desiring to see you being mindful of your tears that I may be filled with joy when I call to remembrance the genuine faith that is in you, which dwelt first in your grandmother Lois and your mother, therefore I remind you to stir up the gift of God which is in you through the laying of my hands. For God has not given us the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of sound mind. Therefore do not be ashamed. Paul was talking to Timothy, a young man. He said, Timothy, when you were young, your mother was teaching you your mother was teaching you how to, your mother took you to Sunday school your mother your mother uh, 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 gave you opportunity your mother bought a bible for you your mother was teaching you the bible now that you are old do not be ashamed of the testimony of your lord hallelujah some of us when we get opportunity to probably go to school get opportunity to travel then we lose our foundation oh hallelujah you lose it but I see you coming back to your father in the name of Jesus. Not of me, his prisoner, but share with me in the suffering of the gospel according to the power of God, who has saved us and called us with a holy calling. 
not according to our works but according to his own purpose and grace which was given to us in Christ Jesus before time began but now has been revealed by the appearing of our savior Jesus Christ who has abolished death and brought life and immortality to light through the gospel to which I was appointed a preacher an apostle and a teacher of the Gentiles for this reason I also suffer these things nevertheless I am not ashamed for I know whom I have believed hallelujah and I am persuaded that he is able to keep what I have committed to him until that day glory be to Jesus Paul was telling Timothy young man don't be ashamed don't be ashamed of the gospel don't be ashamed God that was that is what has brought you this far the reason why you are still alive is because um, you have gone through the system God has been taking care of you so when you get to a point that you can share in the in the suffering of God don't be ashamed don't run away from the things of God and be run after the things of the world Satan doesn't have anything to offer I say Satan doesn't have anything to offer amen, amen and amen. amen Bible says that he came to do what to steal to kill and what to destroy Satan's work is like putting a frog in a cold water and putting water heater in that water so the frog will be enjoying the water whilst the, the water heater is in it then to be heating the water little by little little by little so you see when the water is coming it's as if Charlie uh, at this water there is nice so water is, by the time he he the, the frog realizes he has started boiling and that's the work of the devil he doesn't come straight forward he comes with deception oh forget about church of what is it don't worry yourself why are you worrying yourself about church there are better things to do don't be involved don't get involved Pharaoh told the people if you want to go and serve your God don't go far away just go just this place and come back Satan doesn't want us to get involved in the things of God he doesn't want us to be part of the kingdom of our father but from this man going you are part of the kingdom in the name of Jesus you must get involved in praying for souls people who are lost praying God but people in your family pray that God may they come and know you may they come and know you I pray that God my father my mother my grandmother my grandfather you see these are the things God is expecting us to do I pray for my classmates I pray that they will change oh Lord touch their lives change their destinies glory to Jesus yes get involved in prayer and also get involved in talking to people inviting people to church don't just be in church and you are just there People must, people, somebody should come to church because of you. I challenge you and declare over your life that you shall be part of soul winning and God will bless your bread and bless your water in the name of Jesus. Shout an amen as if you mean it and put your hand up Jesus. We are busy about many things. Like Martha. Jesus said that Martha, you are busy. You are busy. You are busy. But one thing is needful. And that is what Mary has found. Getting closer to Jesus. You see, this is the best message you can ever hear. Say thank you, Jesus. Yes. It's the best message you can ever, you can ever hear. That we are encouraging you to get closer to your, the kingdom of your father. It is your kingdom. Be part of it. Aren't we the Santis very proud of our traditions? You know, like we, we are proud of our traditions as Asante people. That's what I'm talking about. Oh, like we have the rich culture. I'm an Asante man. 
See, even as an Asante person, you are, you are, you are, you are proud. How much more a son and a daughter of our Lord Jesus Christ? You are a wonderful person. Yes. Say thank you, Jesus. Yes. Yeah. Hallelujah. Amen. That's why in church you must find something to do. Anybody that comes to church must get make yourself available to do something in the house of God. All your effort must be in contributing to the promotion of the kingdom of God. All everything you do, hallelujah. Amen and amen. That's why God is angry with people who are in church and they are rather they are they are the words, the words they speak is rather taking people away. They say things, their attitude, that it's rather take people away. God is not happy with you. No, like when when they are building the church and you are rather creating problems. Can you are you sure God will be happy with you? Hallelujah. Amen. Therefore, your attitude, your concern should be like building the church of Jesus Christ. If you are here, shout your loudest amen. Amen. Oh, I said, shout your loudest amen. amen. And put it together for Jesus. Wow. Wow. You know, that's why God instituted another another mystery. There's another mystery in the kingdom. Yeah? <laughs> another the other mystery I want to talk about is the mystery of tithe. Mystery of tithe. That, that, that you are paying your 10%. You are paying. Oh God, Adosha. Hallelujah. You are paying 10% of your income, 10% of your of your wages, 10% of the gifts they have given to you. It's a mystery because after paying that, after paying that tithe, there are benefits associated with it. Uh, you may not know it, but it happens. I see God touching your life in the name of Jesus. Amen. Let's go to Malachi chapter 3 from verse 6 to 14. Let's enjoy the scriptures. Malachi chapter 6. For I am the Lord, I do not change. Therefore you are not consumed, O sons of Jacob. Yet from the days of your fathers, you have gone away from my ordinances and have not kept them. Return to me and I will return to you, says the Lord of hosts. But you said, in what way shall we return? Will a man rob God? Yet you have robbed me. But you say, in what way have we robbed you? In tithe and offering. God answered, you are cursed with a curse. For you have robbed me, even this whole nation. Bring all the tithe into the storehouse, that there may be food in my house. Try me now in this, says the Lord of hosts. If I will not open for you the windows of heaven and pour you, pour out for you such a blessing that there will not be room enough to receive it. And I will rebuke the devourer for your sakes so that he will not destroy the fruit of your ground. Nor shall the vine fail to bear fruit for you in the field, says the Lord of hosts. And all nations will call you blessed for you will be a delightful land, says the Lord of hosts. Your words have been harshed against me, says the Lord. Yet you say, what have we spoken against you? You have said it is useless to serve God. What profit it is that we have kept his ordinance and that we have walked as mourners before the Lord of hosts. In the book of Malachi, you know, chapter 3 from verse 6 to 14, hallelujah, God says that you people have robbed me. And they're asking about God, how have we robbed you? You know, sometimes there are things that you, you are doing that you are not you are not sure you are doing them. Hallelujah. So you have to ask questions. They ask that God, how have we robbed you? And God said that in tithe and in offerings. And everyone said, Ah, is that the case? I said, Yes, that's why you are cursed. That's you see, 
refusal to pay tithe brings a curse why because the tithe is brought into the storehouse of god that they may be meat in the house of god amen them that, that the money the money here the money in the church can be used to propagate the gospel it was it's still about the kingdom are you getting it when the money comes when your tithe comes it helps to like buy a land probably to build a church hallelujah it also helps to take care of the workers of the church huh? it, the money helps to take care of some people's school fees in the church so when you are not giving your tithe, you are not helping the kingdom of God to expand. Hallelujah. Amen. Do you know what the Muslims are doing? You see, I met a taxi driver one day. He was driving me. He was saying, Master, I want to run away from where I am staying. I said, what is it? So a Muslim man bought me a car and gave me his daughter. But the way the lady is giving me tough time, <laughs> I feel like dying. <laughs> <laughs> I said, the car that I'm right is the man who gave it to me. I said, so what, what do you want to do? So, you know, he gave me as a work and pay. I'm left to some three months. The moment I finish, I will run away. You will never see where I'm coming from. <laughs> amen and amen. They are offering. Sometimes Muslim men will come. A, a, a church girl who sings. Huh? A church girl who is an usher. A church girl who, who loves God. And the man will come with his Jarabiya. And with his car keys, I'll take care of you in school. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> you travel around. Yeah, I have two wives, but I just want you to be the third one. I'll take care of you. Then, then they also follow. So there are many Christians who are married to Muslims. The church can also be in a position to help people. I don't hear an amen. amen. The church can be in a position to do what? To help people, take care of them. And it's going to be a blessing. Therefore, your tithe must come to the storehouse. But apart from that, God said that after you, are, you have done that, you know, you are, I'm not just interested in you giving it, but when you bring it to, the, to, the, to the, my house, I'll open for you the windows of heaven and pour out for you such blessing that there will not be room enough to receive. Okay? And that window of heaven is when God will give you an idea as a business person, invest in this. So in this, and when you do it, it opens the door for you. I see God opening doors for you in the name of Jesus. Yes. Then after that, I say that I will rebuke the devourer for your sakes, so that he will not destroy the fruit of your ground. There are devourers that are assigned to chop our monies. But when we pay tight, it's like an insurance scheme we have set up for ourselves. And God makes sure that our monies are protected. Your money is protected in the name of Jesus. Amen. They say that all nations shall call you what? Blessed. You are a blessed person. I say you are a blessed person. Put your hands together for Jesus. You are a blessed person. Wow. Yes. See, these are keys. These are mysteries in the kingdom. Amen. Amen. These are mysteries in the kingdom. Don't be too smart, my brother. Don't be too smart. Because people who are smart... They are smarted by the devil. Yes. In your smartness, some, some devil will smart you. What you can do is just obey the instructions of God. What you can do just to follow the, 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 the principles of God. What you can do just to uh, just obey. Do it. Bible said that obedience is better than what? Sacrifice. Sometimes people go into fasting when they, have to, when they don't have to be fast. It's a little obedience they need to do. They will not do it. But they rather fast. You see them very lean. They are dying. 
little obedience that a person would do for him to change. Never, you'll never do it. You rather want to fast to see. Oh, I have fasted. But from today, your eyes is open in the name of Jesus. From today, God has opened our eyes in the name of Jesus. He told the disciples, some people can see, but they can they, they see, they can't perceive. And they hear it, they cannot understand. But for you, when you see, you shall perceive. When you hear, you shall understand. Oh, shout aloud and say, Amen. Yeah. Glory be to Jesus. Glory be to Jesus. Amen. 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 Yes, you see. So, so, so sometimes people argue about tithe. Tithe is an Old Testament thing. Let's look at Hebrews chapter 7. Hebrews chapter 7 from verse 1 to 8. I feel like reading the scriptures. Hebrews chapter 7 from verse 1 to 8. For this Melchizedek, the king of Salem, priest of the Most High God, who met Abraham returning from the slaughter of the kings and blessed him, to whom also Abraham gave a tenth part of all, being translated king of righteousness, and then also king of Salem, meaning king of peace without father, without mother, without genealogy, having neither beginning of this nor end of life, but made like the son of God, remains a priest continually. Now consider how great this man was, to whom even the patriarch Abraham gave a tenth of the spoils. And indeed, those who are of the sons of Levi, who received the priesthood, have a commandment to receive tithe from the people according to the law. That is from their brethren, though they have come from the loins of Abraham. But he whose genealogy is not derived from them, received tithe from Abraham and blessed him who had promises. Now verse 7. Now beyond all contradiction, the lesser is blessed by the better. Here mortal men receive tithe, but there he received them of whom it is witness that he lives. Amen. So Abraham paid tithe to Melchizedek. And Melchizedek was a kind of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. He was a kind of Jesus Christ. And the Bible says that what you must know is that the lesser is blessed of the better. You need a higher person to bless your life. <laughs> you need a higher best person to bless your business. You need a higher person to bless your marriage. You need a higher person to bless whatever you are doing. Amen and amen. And as you submit yourself, as Abraham gave tithe to Melchizedek, Melchizedek did what? He blessed him. So as you offer your tithe unto Jesus, he blesses your life. I don't hear an amen. amen. He has a way of blessing you that you may not have any idea about it. May you receive that blessing. May you receive that blessing. May you receive that blessing. Shout your loudest amen. Amen. Put your hands together for Jesus. Wow. Yes. Those of us who have been committed in paying tight have never regretted it. Yes, because it works. What will you do with your 10% out of the out of the hundred percent that you have? You have thousand cities. You have to pay hundred cities. And they then take nine hundred cities. So the nine hundred cities is not enough for me. Let me chop the hundred cities in addition. Charlie, one thing you must understand is that God has always all the time giving us a place, a land that we must sow our seed on. You may have a seed, but you may sow it on a wrong ground. Hallelujah. Yes. But when the man went to sow, it fell on four different grounds. Roadside, rocky side, thorns, then the, the fruitful side. So you have to identify, where do I pay my tithe? Amen. The Bible said, I bring it to the storehouse where you are fed the word of God. So that the gospel 
can continue. Hallelujah. The gospel of Jesus Christ can progress. I see you progressing in the name of Jesus. Amen. I see our church becoming great in the name of Jesus. Amen. Shout your loudest amen. amen. And put your hands together for Jesus. Yeah. The first richest man to emerge from America was a Sunday school teacher and a committed titer. Yes. His name is Rockefeller. Yes. He was a Sunday school teacher and a committed titer. When you see these companies, Colgate, when you see them, that like they have grown over generations. Okay, they are, they are founders. Their fathers were church people who believe in Titan. In Ghana, yeah, when people do business, they come and sit on radio. I mean, I don't believe in Titan. Why won't your business collapse before you die? So like this, we are too proud. We are too proud. We think that we don't need God. What does that mean? I don't believe in Titan. Some time ago, a man had a bank, and he was sitting on TV saying that me, I don't, I'm not a fool to pay tight. And then I, bank, bank So listen, <laughs> God is not interested in our pride. He's interested in our humility. But he resists the proud and gives grace to what the humble. Don't, don't, don't be too hard. The, the mother of Jesus told the people that whatever He tells you to do, what do it. That's all. Whatever He tells you to do, what. Do it. Stop asking questions. Me, I don't believe in it. Me, I like. Uh, uh, I heard somebody preaching on radio that tithe is not good. Uh, in our church, we believe in tithe. Amen. Glory be to Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen and amen. Yeah, you see, sometimes, you see, sometimes. Listen, you know, Church of Christ will come and sit on TV and tell that oh, they don't pay tithe. I mean, one day I spent time with one of the members and he said, oh, no, no, because they don't believe in tithe. They believe that you can pay more than tithe. Or oh, see, in our place, we we pay. <laughs> Or see that? What's like? No, 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 no. It's not because no, no, no. we want you to pay more. He told me. So, so, so like, uh, it's, it's a taxi driver. So after the week, the normal man that I shall given. No, 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 no. God, so Bible says that give as you are blessed. So I give more than tight. So when they come and sit on TV and say that tight, so they are liars. Don't mind them. The same way Jehovah Witnesses will tell that we don't take offering, but they have a box at the at the entrance of the gate. <laughs> amen and amen. Are we together? The Lord will bless your life. Amen. I said the Lord will bless your life. Amen. We are closing. The last mystery I want to talk about is a mystery of wine. Did you bring your wine today? It's a mysterious thing. You may not really understand it. <laughs> In Exodus, God wanted to set his people free from the hands of Pharaoh. Amen. God did a lot of signs, but Pharaoh never agreed. So the day that he killed all the firstborns and spit their blood, that after that, Pharaoh was begging the people that go, go and serve your God, go and serve your God, go and serve your God. When the blood is used, the things that have sat on you will begin to leave you in the name of Jesus. Amen. You can't sleep at night, you can't serve God well. The blood of Jesus will make a way for you to serve God in Jesus' name. The communion, the one we are talking about, is the blood of Jesus. Bible said they were eating, and he took the he took the wine and said that this is my blood. This is my blood. This is the blood of Jesus. In Leviticus 17:11, he says that the life of the flesh is in the blood. So anytime you invoke the blood, you have invoked the life of Jesus. And anytime you invoke somebody's life, the person appears. Jesus will appear in your life in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. We are talking about, it's a mystery. It's a mystery. 
Yes. Me, as a pastor, I've seen something. When we started to take communion on our Tuesday services, it has changed the service. It has changed it. People's, people have been coming and like the commitment is, is, is changed. No, it's a mystery. I don't know. Do you know why it is very difficult for a Catholic to stop Catholic church? Because of the communion they take every morning. It's a mystery. <laughs> it's a mystery. It, it has a way of bringing us together as people. That's what I'm saying. Those who are not taking it well, they are sleepy and they are weak. You are becoming strong in the name of Jesus. The blood makes you strong. You become strong, a strong believer. You don't, you don't, you are not moving here and there. No, the ability to, to come and take communion helps you to be committed Christian. Yes. Am I one yet to and fro believer? But you are a dedicated Christian. It's a mystery. You know the blood, the blood cleanses leprosy in Leviticus. <laughs> in Leviticus 14, I believe, 1 to 7. It talks about the priest sprinkling the blood on those who are lepers and they shall be well. Leprosy is a kind of disease, it's a kind of shame that people see outside. Okay? So, when I'm talking about leprosy, we are talking about a situation. The Bible says that Nehemiah was a great man, but he was a leper. You be a very nice person. You can be a very beautiful sister. You can be a very handsome guy. You can be a, an intelligent person. But there's something about your life that makes people laugh at you. That, but today, the blood of Jesus will cleanse that thing in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. There is something that is it's about you that it doesn't encourage you to even go into people. You are shy. It's a shame. You remember the woman with the issue of blood? You know, she, she had privately be visiting the hospital because you can't go out with your blood flowing. Hey, hallelujah. But when she had an encounter with the blood of Jesus, I said when she had an encounter with the blood of Jesus, that blood ceased. Any blood in your life that is bringing shame shall cease today. Shout your Lord and say amen. As the blood is poured, as the blood is invoked, miracles happen. As if miracles happen. Things are happening in your life today. Amen and amen. Your eyes shall be open. Your heart shall be open. The glory of the Lord shall come upon you. In the name of Jesus. There is, the, there is, there is, there is a mystery in the blood. There is a mystery in the blood. Yes, Bible says that there is a blood that speaks better than the blood of Abel. The blood of Abel is a revenge blood. But the blood of Jesus is a reconciliatory blood. Hallelujah. It's a blood that will take you away from your shame. It's a blood that will bring you closer to God. I see God coming your way in the name of Jesus. Shout your loudest amen. And put your hands together for Jesus. Hallelujah. Thanks for joining us today. We hope you have been blessed. We hope you will join us again. For prayers, counseling, and inquiries, please contact us on plus 233-244-929253. Plus 233-244-929253. You can also join in our Fruitful Sunday service and any other services. We are located behind the Amasaman Hospital near Ilamte Street. Always remember, you are a believer and you cannot fail. Be fruitful.